we've got lots of microphones, it's fine, isn't it? Um, so as I was thinking about our sermon for today on Psalm 24, it's it kind of wasn't intended to be a part of the Rise Up series. It it was really for Covenant Sunday. But but as I was looking into it, I felt there was um, a lot to relate to what we'd already been talking about. And over the last few weeks, as Alistair's been taking us through the story of Elijah, he started off the services with this recognition of the fact that as Sterling Baptist Church, one of our um, core identities, obviously outside of Christ, is that we're a church in the city for the city. And that we're really blessed in the location that we're in in order to to see so many people who we're visible to, who we're accessible to, who are then able to come and worship with us. And that we are called as a church to be a transforming presence within the city of Stirling. And that is exciting, especially as we think about how much the city is changing. But as I was thinking about Psalm 24, I wanted to add something else to that. Because it's not just that we're a building in a good location in the city. It's that we're in a location where people that come are able to call this place their home. And what I mean by that is that where we call home says a lot about what that place represents to us. It's more about the relationship that we have with the place than the actual building. It's about the people in it. It's about the memories that it invokes. Many of you would know, and those that don't know me would tell from my accent that I'm not from Scotland. Um, I've lived up here for 10 years now, but I have a place that I would always call home still in Kent. Because this is a place where I grew up. It's a place where I had all of my memories that I developed with all of my friends and my family when I grew up. It's not so much the physical location. It's about everything that that place evokes. But then here I have a place to call home in Scotland because we've made new memories. We've made new relationships. It's a place where nobody should feel like a stranger It's a place where everybody should feel comfortable. And what we realize is being celebrated in Psalm 24 is that of all the heavenly bodies that the Lord had created, the earth is the one that he chose to be his special place. It's the one that he chose to call his home, his dwelling place. His temple, which is a really important way that it's described within the Old Testament. And here we have in Psalm 24 is we have words which were written for a festival, for a pilgrimage. It was believed that these words were written for as the Ark of the Covenant was being taken to reside and to dwell within the temple. And we can imagine that these words would have continued to be sung as God's people on their yearly annual pilgrimages were heading towards the temple, 
excited as they're traveling together over the place that they recognize that God has called home. It's, it's a real sense of celebration and worship. It's a psalm that we're supposed to get excited over. It's not a psalm which was only written for that time. It's a psalm that calls us to take a part in this celebration. And we see this expressed throughout all the psalms. In Psalm 132, it says, Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship as his footstool. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place. You and the ark of your might. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. And you'll notice that in that passage, if we just go back to it a minute, sorry, you'll notice that in that passage, we actually have the interchanging of the word dwelling and resting. They're being used as if to say that they're, they're really a, a similar meaning in that room. And it was this week at the Alpha course that I was reminded of one of the, the what for me was a really significant moment when somebody had pointed out to me that on the seventh day when God created and it says that he rested, well, that word rested, it would have been understood by the people at the time as a sense of dwelling, as a sense of making a place his home, as laying claim to this amazing earth which God had created. We see that because if you remember, it doesn't say that there was an end of that day. Because this was God's intention, was to make this place his home, to dwell amongst it. And what is amazing is that everything in the earth, within everything that he's created, it is all God's. It is all accepted by him. And yet, in his goodness, he shares it with us. And that is an amazing gift that we have been given. We are guests within his creation. We are stewards of all that he has given us in order that we might be able to enjoy it. And that in that, we recognize that everything that we've been given, we should give all praise and thanks to him for that. And he asks us to respond to him in faith to that. Listen to what God says, as was recorded by the prophet Isaiah. He says, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? And what is the place of my rest? All these things my hand has made, and so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. Isn't that an amazing truth there? Do you get a sense of what was being celebrated in the Psalms as they were recognizing that not only did God create the place that they were in, not only was he dwelling in it, but that he also invites us to participate in that place with him. 
anything that we give to God, he has given to us first. And that he calls us to respond to him in faith. And that's what we see when we go further into Psalm 24. There's a call and response. You can imagine maybe a priest who would be calling out as they're singing this song of liturgy. And he says, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? This is, this is a calling to God's people. He's calling to people that anybody who is seeking his presence, that they must allow themselves to be transformed by that presence. That they are being called to be a living sacrifice to God. Romans, and um, Paul in Romans actually speaks about this, where he says, Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all that he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the customs and behaviors of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. Paul gets it. He's, he's embodying in this passage what the people are responding to as recognizing their God, their Lord, as their creator. They're recognizing that God is wanting to have an active and meaningful relationship with them. And they're recognizing that this is, it's, it's a covenantal relationship. It's, it's like a circular movement where those who continuously seek the Lord will receive blessing in that seeking, will receive blessing in reaching out in that relationship. There's often the, the saying that home is where your heart is. And in many respects, what we find is that today the Lord has made his home in our hearts and that together we are God's temple. Paul speaks about this again in the Ephesians, where he says, you are members of God's family. Together we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, and the cornerstone is Jesus Christ himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Do you see how this, this thread of God's temple, of dwelling, makes its way through the scriptures? How God came to dwell, to rest within creation. How he's always seeked to have a meaningful and personal relationship with us. And yet what we see is time and again that relationship has so sadly been rejected. And then God demonstrated in Jesus the depths that he was willing to go to to ensure that we had access to that relationship. Until finally, we are invited to have a home in Jesus. 
who's the cornerstone of God's house. His body, which is the new temple at the heart of creation, the dwelling place of God. This home, it it wasn't about a place or its customs. It was about a promise of participation, about relationship, about covenant. Because as I said earlier, a home isn't about a place. It's about the memories, the relationships, the significance of those relationships. And isn't that what we come to celebrate today? Isn't that what we come to celebrate when we gather together is this amazing relationship, this this home that God invites us into, where by bringing us into his home, he also brings us together. He calls us together to enjoy and celebrate this relationship that we have together. We've, we've heard this already as we were able to celebrate together the victory that Maladin had shared earlier with his wife. It's only because God has called us to be a family that we are able to celebrate that. And in the same way as we go forward and we talk about the importance of accepting new people into membership, that is a celebration of the home that God has prepared for us that has invited us into. And then as we then come to renew our covenant together, we are recognizing that this is something that we have to work upon. It's something that we have to continually renew in our hearts so that we might receive God's blessings at the same time. This is all a key theme of worship. Worship is at the heart about welcoming God into this place. The great tragedy of God's people is that they rejected him from the very place that he wanted to dwell with them. That is a great tragedy. To create this place to create humankind in his image and then to be rejected by the very people that you sought to be your family. But today, all of us, each and every one of us, we are able to welcome him into our hearts. It says in Psalm 24, such people may seek you and worship in your presence, O God. It says, open up. And I want to say, ye ancient gates, because that's, that's what it's more how I remember it in my head. Open up, ye ancient gates, and let the king of glory enter. There is something so amazing that God is so respectful of our wishes, that he waits for us to open our hearts to him, to invite us into this relationship that he's offering to us. And there's, there's a challenge to us here. As we remember our promises, 
as we come later together and we reaffirm our promises and our commitment and our covenant with God, but also with one another, that God is not calling us to build a house of worship. He's calling us to build a home. He's calling us to represent what it means to be a family. And this is different to the family that we experience in terms of our next of kin. This, this is a family which is rooted on Christ. It's a family that recognizes the depths that Christ went to in order to allow God to dwell within our hearts. Psalm 24 is recognizing the grand story even before some of this had even taken place yet, of God who created in order to be in relationship, who was rejected and yet relentlessly worked in order to create that home that we might be able to dwell in. It is in Jesus that we can experience this today. It's in Jesus that we can really get a full sense of what the psalmists were singing about, what they were celebrating. It is in Jesus that we're able to look forward and get a sense of that amazing promise of that ultimate rest that we have been promised in Christ. It says in Revelation chapter 21, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things will be gone forever. Amen to that. So I just wanted to just end with a song which has actually been based upon this actual psalm. And it's a song that um, many of us will probably know, but it's not a song that we would necessarily sing as often. Um, it's certainly a song that I remember singing when I was a lot younger. Um, and it's just going to be a video. And I'll just invite you just to use this time just to do what this psalm is asking us to do. It's not about listening to somebody preach about it. It's about actually allowing these words to settle into your heart, to, to go into the presence of God, to invite him into your heart, to open yourself to receive the blessing, to recognize that as a church, we are representative of God's temple here on the earth. So I invite you as this song plays, you might want to listen, you might want to pray, you might want to sing maybe a bit more quietly, we'll just try to create a space to allow these words to bed in before we then come to our worship and then our time of covenant together.
Jesus, the Messiah.